Ruth Ginsburg Becomes a Judge President Jimmy Carter designated Ginsburg to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit on April 14, 1980, to the seat of just recently deceased Judge Harold Leventhal. She served there for 13 years, up until becoming part of the Supreme Court. Throughout her time as a judge on the D.C. Circuit, Ginsburg typically discovered mutual agreements with her co-workers, consisting of conservatives Robert H. Bork and Antonin Scalia. At the time of her election, Ginsburg was seen as a moderate. President Clinton was apparently looking to increase the court's variety, which Ginsburg did as the very first Jewish justice after the 1969 retirement of Justice Abe Fortas and as just the second female appointee. The American Bar Association's Standing Committee on the Federal Judiciary ranked Ginsburg as well-certified, its greatest possible ranking for a potential justice. Throughout her subsequent statement prior to the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee as part of the verification hearings, she declined to address concerns in regards to her view on the constitutionality of some problems, such as the death penalty. Ginsburg refused to provide her view on the constitutionality of the death penalty as it was a problem with which she may have had to vote on if it came prior to the court. At the same time, Ginsburg did respond to concerns relating to other questions. She verified her belief in a constitutional right to personal privacy and explained at some length on her individual judicial approach and ideas relating to gender equality. Ginsburg was more sincere in discussing her views on subjects about which she had actually formally composed. Ginsburg's name was later on brought up throughout the verification procedure of John Roberts. Some conservative analysts and senators created the expression Ginsburg precedent to protect Roberts' demurs. In a September 28, 2005 speech at Wake Forest University, Ginsburg stated that Roberts' refusal to respond to concerns throughout his Senate verification hearings on some cases was certainly the best outcome. When the court divides five to four along ideological lines and the liberal justices are in the minority, Ginsburg has the authority to designate authorship of the dissenting viewpoint. Ginsburg has actually been a supporter of the liberal dissenters speaking with one voice and, where practical, providing a unified technique to which all of the dissenting justices can concur. Ginsburg has regularly supported abortion rights and signed up with the court's viewpoint striking down Nebraska's partial birth abortion law in Stenberg v. Carhart, 530 U.S. 914, on the 40th anniversary of the court's judgment in Roe v. Wade. She slammed the choice as ending a nascent democratic motion to liberalize abortion laws which may have constructed a more long-lasting agreement in assistance of abortion rights. Ginsburg has likewise been a supporter for utilizing foreign law and standards to form U.S. law and judicial viewpoints, a view not shared by some of her conservative co-workers. Ginsburg supports utilizing foreign analysis of law for its convincing worth and possible knowledge, not as a precedent which the court is bound to follow. Ginsburg's own dependence on worldwide law dates back to her time as a lawyer throughout her very first argument prior to the court, 1971's Reed v. Reed. Ginsburg administered, at his demand, Vice President Al Gore's oath to a second term throughout the second governmental inauguration of Clinton on January 20, 1997. Ginsburg was just the third female to administer an inaugural oath. In January 2012, Ginsburg went to Egypt for four days of conversations with judges, law school professors, law school trainees, 
and legal specialists. She likewise responded to concerns about the American justice system and the American Constitution. Ginsburg informed trainees at Cairo University that she was influenced by the Egyptian society. In an interview with Al Hyatt Television, she specified that the very first requirement of a brand new constitution needs to be that it protects standard essential human rights. Asked if Egypt ought to design its brand new constitution on the decisions of other countries, she stated Egypt must look to constitutions written after the end of World War II, including that she would not look to the U.S. Constitution if she were preparing a constitution in the year 2012. She would look at the Constitution of South Africa.